Get Into Gate, episode 236. Back in the Pegasus Galaxy. My name's Mitch. Joining me are the Gibsons, Brendan. Hello there. And Matty. Yo. Hello. Satata? Uh, Satita. Satita. Okay. I'm a first timer here. And uh, I'm just. I mean, they said it in the episode. Sure. No? Well, uh, did you guys, when when we rocked up. Um, sure. <laughs> did you. No, but I'm just saying. Did you hear me <laughs> that, like. That was me doing the, the, okay. the meme of. I don't believe you. Yeah, no. Well, I'll never. I do believe you. I don't you. care. But did you hear, just before you hit record, um, uh, I, I started chuckling to myself. I went to say something. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll save it. Because as I sat down in the chair about to hit record, I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch the second half of this episode. Oh, <laughs> Jake, I, was, Jake, I was watching it today. Jake, uh, uh, was it uh, three star Cake? Three star Cake is um, furious right now. Well, look, in, so angry. He's just switched off. He's gone to the next episode. Yeah. In in fairness, <laughs> I didn't start the episode and went, yeah, I watched it, but then have proceeded to admit that I didn't pay attention to it. I'm yeah. flat out admitting that I was at my ki- my kids' swimming lessons and I was just there watching it on my phone. Yeah. Watched the first twenty minutes or so. So I've seen half the episode, right. and Let's, then I thought um, that's all right. I'm gonna. You know my night tonight, right? I had to go and do a thing for work. Yeah. And then I was going to get here with like half an hour spare because of – and then work got delayed and I got here 10 minutes late. So, all right. Um, well, let's let's do the synopsis and all that stuff. Okay. And then we're going to do something unprecedented. We're going to do a live reaction. Brandon, if you can bring it up on your phone, mm-hmm. I think we need to show Mitch just that – you know the scene I'm talking about in the alleyway yeah. and the – Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do a live reaction. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. We're just going to watch it, guys, yeah. and then we'll get be right back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so punch out the old uh, yeah, synopsis first. Okay. After a group of people capture Ronan and give him to the Wraith, he becomes a runner again, but this time he's left on his home planet, Satita, where the Stargate has been disabled. Um, when you say that it was written said... Written by... Oh, sorry. Written by Robert C. Cooper. <laughs> directed by... Directed by Robert C. Cooper. ba 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 Double Robert C. Cooper, boys! <laughs> Hello, I'm uh, Robert Cooper, uh, executive producer, uh, co-creator, writer, uh, director. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, a few- oh, but enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Sorry. Why don't I yeah. say something about you? Using Again, he brought that back. He brought it back. But enough about me. Oh, my God. Felt like there was a cut in there again. <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying it. That is uh, that is just a little snippet of the gold that I have for you guys for this episode. Who does he um, do do it with? Who else is there? Uh, some nobody. Some He's a friend of his from that he's known for 100 years that was like the director of photography or something like that on the episode. Right. I don't know. The some, real director. Yeah, well, <laughs> just I mean, he just basically spent the entire episode saying, well, this is the reason you're really talented, Robert, is oh because God. of this and blah, 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 oh, blah, 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 blah. Um, How was, much would he actually love if he could be there himself as a director, speaking yeah. with himself as a writer about the episode? Me, like if he could bail himself from last week and just be talking to himself. Well, I was going to say, the audio commentary, <laughs> Robert Cooper to this guy is Michael to Dr. Beckett. Right. Basically, like this guy just wanted to suck Robert's dick so hard. Well, he wants, whole commentary. he wants to get paid. He wants a job, obviously. He wants some jobs. <laughs> he, he doesn't get paid for the... For the audio commentary, just the AD work. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Does he explain how um, the wraith exploded and Ronan was standing right next to him, running away from the bomb? And then there's a, there's an external shot of the whole building exploding, and then he just has a shard in his leg. No, but he does. He does talk <laughs> like about that's, he that's does, literally what happened. He does talk about how he thinks Which, the actors I don't know if he got this far. really appreciated this. this episode because it got them, let them do some quote unquote. Serious acting. Mm. No. 
He survived that with just a cut. Hasn't on escaped his leg. yet? No, that's no, fire he... escaping out the door and every window. Yeah, explain that, Cooper. End scene. Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-six minutes. I mean, I was the probably cool thing, the coolest thing for this yeah. episode was the costume. Mm-hmm. It was like a 1980s action movie. Oh, with, yeah. with the kinky leather play arm cuffs. That Just was like some... the shoulder pads. I like the uh, the weapon. Well, that he yeah, had. that was the stuff we got later on. But like when we when you see him in the episode, he's just got like the Oops. the leather from the from the wrists to halfway up his bicep. Brilliant. Which is mm. obviously hiding the um, elbow pads for all the stunt work that's going <laughs> on. But yeah, and then the, obviously gets the satin armor later on that he pulls off the dead body. Yeah. and just has just just shoulder to half bicep exposed. And Jay, Jacob's not going to like me either. I was phone watching a lot during this episode because it's so poorly written. <laughs> I mean, you can't blame me. It's Robert C. Actually, Cooper. it's funny. I, I'll have to read. I really enjoy this episode. It's it's just uh, like a fun popcorn action. I movie. actually only like um, the last twenty minutes. Believe it. Damn or not. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll read you some reviews from IMDb. They are scathing and also incredibly excellent. Uh, excellent. Yeah. It's just either it's either ten stars or one star. Right. I yeah, I give the first three quarters one star and the it really? kind of Well at the part where he goes to he says to Shepard, leave when Shepard comes to rescue them and he's like, What? And then there's like twenty one Wraith downstairs and he goes and fing fucks them all up. Yeah. Like it's Awesome. It's amazing. No, my my, you don't see enough of it with that. I do love the scene, and they use it for the opening credits moving forward, where Ronan's walking down the hallway, and there's just the explosion behind yeah, him that creates that. his silhouette. But my favorite scene in this whole episode is actually earlier on when they're being held captive on on the planet where he where Ronan had been to before, mm. and he has the knife up against the guy's throat, and they're like, "You think we're not going to?" And then he throws that guy away and holds the knife up to his own throat. Yeah, and oh, has yeah. that amazing like that's some just some intense acting. That's by probably Jason his best Momoa. acting I've seen him do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think that monologue he's given there, it wasn't a great monologue, but his commitment to it and the intensity, mm, mm. I believed every single word he was saying, and that he would actually just yeah. The monologue is very clunky. Jam that knife into his throat. It was that moment where, because that was still very early on, like it was, yeah. it, was it was the, the setting, first, of, first ten minutes, the yeah. setting up of any episode. Really, they they find some trouble there on a different planet. But that moment, I was like, oh, hang on, is this episode four? This is what Maddie means when he says every episode four is a Rona thing. He was introduced yeah. episode four last season. This one's a Rona. Yeah. Holy well, shit! There's gonna be a Rona episode. I did misspeak. So it's last season. It was episode three, this, and I'm not gonna watch it. This <sighs> season, it's episode four. Then episodes, uh, then seasons four and five. It's back to episode three. Right, right. Let's right, pause yeah. for fifteen minutes and let Mitch watch the end of this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, still good. Just for, just from the part I think where he's like, "Let's go kill some Wraith." Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Beckett's like, "Yeah." Even though last week Beckett yeah. was like, "Oh no, they're human." I'll show him <laughs> the grenade over the shoulder. Yeah, the thirsty tailor. That's like my favorite tailor scene of all time, which I only just discovered that today. <laughs> which is after the thing, thirsty so maybe tailor. I was already hard from Ronan throwing the okay. grenade over his shoulder, and then yeah. you get. Tits McGee there, and you're like, oh wow, still hard. Like, didn't lose uh, it. We watched. I didn't a, lose it. We watched a very different episode. <laughs> all right. We'll Did come, you watch the right, porn we're gonna parody? Watch we're gonna Did watch. You? We're gonna watch this. Twenty-two minutes, man. This is like two minutes after I would have stopped. I oh, oh, slow mo grenade over the back. Shit, yeah. Let's yeah, do it. Wait for it. Uh, ten hearts. Yeah. They're acting like two friends that have decided to start dating and are just trying to find that spark, even though they absolutely know that it's not there. It's really, it's, yeah. Oh, brutal. Not feeding on her. 
extra crispy. Yeah, extra crispy. <laughs> that was fun. The tally where whatever whatever um, Taylor said she got, Shepard was like Taylor got eight, I got nine. <laughs> Ronan got the rest. Yeah, because it was kind of like Legolas and Gimli. Yeah, so what you yeah. going to say? Well, yeah. obviously, yeah. yeah Waiting obviously. For, for Ronan to roll over, they're like, it still only counts as one. <laughs> and then, because, yeah, Shepard said, I got six. How many did you get? And she goes, I got eight. eight. And he's like, uh, Rodney, Taylor got eight. In. I got nine. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor got eight. I got nine. Ronan, Ronan got, got the rest. rest. <laughs> <laughs> I only killed about 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just makes shit up. Which uh, is unusual because I don't really remember him doing that before yeah but then obviously yeah the thing i have is with beckett it's like well two episodes ago i was like oh all of these deserve to live because yeah. they're human and now he's blowing them up mm. here's some here's some little presents for you brenny the audio commentary on this was absolutely delightful um a little bit of trivia about this episode i turned in the script and uh <sighs> i remember brad right coming to me and, and you know he, he even though we both co-created you know the series and we're both executive producers oh, he kind of runs it. atlantis on a day-to-day basis Did you? i was running sg1 on a day-to-day well, Maddie basis he met walter i yeah. knew that i was going to <laughs> tax his overall budget by doing such a big episode and and uh figured such he would be episode. like are you crazy I, we can't afford to do this it'll put us in a huge hole at the beginning of the season and in fact, he came in and he said, I love the script. I think it's a very important story for <laughs> the team. And uh, we should try and do all of it. And you, know, just you should go out and do the best you can the as, a, as a director. And, and uh, take your producer hat off and put your director hat on. That was great. It was very um, encouraging and supportive of Brad. And, and I did and spent more money than we had ever spent on an episode. They oh. thought it was uh, now. It's too some, what? some of the trivia I've read says excluding the pilots. Okay. So you could potentially exclude Rising and Children of the Gods, but aside from those, this episode costs more money to make than any other. Even episode. Heroes, or more Lost than City. Heroes, Lost City costs wow. more than any of those episodes. Um, full I mean, it does full look circle, cool. full circle, where they fucking blew up the friggin' Abydos. Um, Pyramid. Out. This episode costs more money than any other episode of Stargate. Yeah, like there's lots and lots of holes in it, especially in that first thir- 30 minutes. But that last 10 really made up for it with all mm. that. And it wasn't like, because you can have action movies that are cool, but you have to have it. I kind of liked that he was killing them off camera mm. and they were counting yeah, them down. Yeah. Mm. The, the biggest plot hole, I really enjoy this episode. It's just, like I said, it's a fun popcorn action movie and just Ronan being badass. It's, yeah. you know, it's Carl Drogo before he was Carl Drogo. Yeah. The one, the one plot hole for me is that Rodney taps into the runner um, tracker mm-hmm. and they, det- they detect seven signals. Yeah, right. They never do anything with and that we never ever do again. It. They don't go they don't help think, the other runners. Hey, if this runner's fucking pretty cool, maybe we should get some more. Or just be good human beings yeah. and save these people who are being hunted by the rake. Mm. Yeah. Or they just play over that one line where where um McKay goes, Well, we don't even know. We don't know what these tracking signals are. Of you tapped into the runner signal, you found Ronan on Satita. What is it? Is it going to be three runners and then his favorite pets? Like what else? Do you, <laughs> what else do you think he's putting tracking signals in you? Marbles. Yeah, and at no point do they think, oh, a, we should we save these people, or b, maybe we could have a whole fucking team of runners that could just wreck shop. Yeah, that's so true. And and it's Never not a- like they would tag anything that's not of interest to them, right? 
So yeah, it's kind it, of like even if yeah, even if it's not a runner, it's yeah, something, it's of, something interest of interest. It's kind of like Colonel O'Neill adding those ancient gates. It's going to be something different, mm. correct, or something of interest. Yeah, yeah that's and they, totally um, true. And they don't do anything about it. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, massive loophole. Even if something they investigated down the track, but uh, but as 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 we've all said, obviously, um, Cooper answers to nobody. No, you're right. I've always said that. Stylistically, I mean, I, I get, everybody sort of, I think, felt <laughs> I got to do things that other people maybe didn't feel the freedom or liberty to do because I'm also the executative producer. I, mean, oh. I really only have myself to answer to and mm. as far as, as making mistakes or, no, or going outside the normal box of how we shoot an episode. I know the crew was kind of like, hey, wait a minute. We don't usually do this. Are we allowed to do this? Is this is this a Stargate Atlantis? Is this right? It felt like you know, Robert. It felt like a feature film, and oh, it was nice that we started off with it sucks because he, all year long, people would tell Satita stories as if there were veterans of a of a battle. <laughs> and it, and it, well, was, it was. I mean, physically, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, wow. they then compared it to um, what's that? What's that war movie with um, the dude from Superman? Um, Cavill Deliverance is it del- What is um? Which Superman No uh, Superman's dad What's his name Oh Apocalypse Brand. Now Apocalypse Now They then compared Shut They up. then compared what? it to Apocalypse it's Now It's like Robocop at best Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like seriously And then Cough I got, I got, Hold on I got one more for you here Oh dude Hang on Before we play that <laughs> yeah. Can we just like Seriously say What the f- was he saying then? Like, can we talk about that for a second before we do the next? Because I have a real issue. It's almost like a comedy skit. It's like they're playing. Yeah, remember no, that, yeah absolutely. Remember that that's, podcast? A Saturday, that's a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, there's a podcast with two comedians called Pussies, and they're like woke men. Oh, um, yeah. Well, no, this a podcast for women, about women, by men. <laughs> <laughs> no, to me, this is between two ferns, but they're taking themselves seriously. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, sorry, yeah. I just, there's a bit. I just want. To, I was already laughing at something he'd already said. I it's just like want to a see. yes and. I just love that. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, you know. We don't usually do this. Are we allowed to do this? Is this is this a Stargate Atlantis? Is this, uh, uh, this is, is this even a show? Robert, that we do? Robert, this is like this is so amazing. I don't even like, feel like I'm working yeah. on the it's same incredible. show. Incredible. Because like, because you see, Robert is normally the showrunner of SG One, and yeah. Brad's the showrunner for yeah, it's like, um for Atlantis. So they don't normally do this do kind of stuff. Do, is this even so, Stargate Atlantis? So Am Robert's, I even here Robert's, right now. Robert's, <laughs> Robert's going to come over and spend all the budget and make it a good show. <laughs> oh, f- what a f- Quit. Dude, we have like five more grads. Dude. You know, I, I actually ended up, I don't know if I ever told you this, but oh. a couple of weeks after we finished shooting, I had lost my hearing in one ear for a little and period of time. And he still managed to do this. number of explosions and the proximity to the number of explosions that we had. It was it was actually quite frightening. I was, I was, I was on the phone and couldn't he didn't hear wear, my phone wasn't working. Um, earplugs, like everyone else did. Pause, pause, pause. I was frightened, but I didn't let anyone see it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Robert, aren't you scared? I was, but I said no. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else said, all, all Robert, this- are you scared? The the armory and all the safety people said you need to put on headphones or earplugs with all these explosions. He said, and I said, no, I'm the director. No, I don't do that. But I'm also the. Yeah. We don't do that in SG One. Director Robert Wood, yeah. executive producer Robert well, Wooden, <laughs> direct director and and executive producer Robert Cooper wouldn't, but noble leader Robert C Cooper would. Hang on, hang press on, play, hang on. press play. The, the other thing is, it's like the cast and crew are going. You said that we can't. F- do this yeah. until you come on set, and then of course you can. Yeah, like so the guy who oh, di- you're allowed. The to guy now? who directed Camelot. Oh, sorry, uh, cru- yeah. Crusade. 
And then he comes in, they've went, yeah, we can't do this. Yeah. Like, we don't usually do this. And then he comes in, and goes, that, the crew were like, we don't usually do this. Yeah, oh my I'm God. Like, like, this is. You're amazing. You're I'm so talented. You have the great. Your talent. You don't, don't you see that I'm wearing two hats to cover my bald spot <laughs> and hide my hobophobia? This is great though okay go on. it was it was actually quite frightening i was i was on the phone and couldn't figure out why my phone wasn't working and then switched ears and said well wait a minute this is it's not my phone it's my ear all the explosions are going off and you're standing there everyone's ducking and with headphones on and robert with no headphones on well i you know i felt i felt a certain i He's mean a hero i think people felt like i was trying to be the noble leader <laughs> I just, I just, so. Man, it's like Zach Galifianakis, except not. <laughs> except he's serious. <laughs> he's serious. He, with all, with all heart oh and genuineness, just oh. called himself. Didn't say that he, no, but to say, he didn't say he was the noble leader. He said he felt like the crew felt that he was being the noble leader oh, by not so... wearing headphones during a f***ing <laughs> explosion. Look at this, wait, look at this dunk. <laughs> Not even wearing head. Like, just, did you tell him to wear headphones? Yeah, he goes, yeah, nah, don't need it. Yeah, I'm like, just, okay. He's all his mate there who's there to blow up his fucking ego. So, yeah. yeah, all the rest of the crew were like running and ducking and diving and hiding, and Robert's standing there without any headphones. <laughs> like, Robert yeah. was. What's Ronan, that, honey? Ronan was the personification of that silhouette yeah. moment. That's what Robert was doing, but standing still. Just. <laughs> Wow, that's really hot. At, at one, at one, would, at one point, I don't think if I, I felt heat. That would feel hot. I don't think I put it in there, but at one point, he goes like, "You could tell I was like the kid that never got played with at school, so I had I had all the toys in the sandpit." Oh, we're still sorry. We're only halfway through this grab. Yeah, we're still oh, getting through this grab, right? Still this grab. Okay. This what is a loser. What now, a loser. Now we resume right, back yeah. to the noble leader. Grab five, part three. In those situations, but I was just so caught up with it. I was having so much fun. I mean, I think I think people recognized that I was a kid in a candy store, that I was running around probably having the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. And I feel as though that, that spirit was infectious. Uh, I mean, whether the crew is normally like that or not, or whether they just respond to being put in difficult situations and enjoy the challenge. I mean, I think to a certain extent, maybe what a on a day-to-day -day basis, the crew can get bored doing the same thing over and over again. And this was something different. I mean, it was big and it was a challenge, but it was also something a little different for them. Oh, my God. It's so amazing how he thinks people think of him. Now let, they now think let of me, him constantly. Let me blow your mind. Oh. Let me blow your mind. <laughs> Everything that you've just heard in all of those grabs, that's all contained within the first eight minutes of the commentary. Fuck. <laughs> I've Dude. still got three more grabs, guys. No, it's not even possible. Like, I seriously, he can't can be serious. He is. He can't be serious. He is a four foot man, eight foot full of shit. Like, what <laughs> the hell? It's just, look, at the end there, he's like, basically said, look, people get bored on this show, and occasionally yeah. I have to selflessly come in and just save the day and, and just write an exciting <laughs> episode. And, like, people what? aren't capable. Like, I don't care whether you're Deloise oh. or Wood. People aren't capable of directing what the oh. shit that I'm writing. So but I have to come in and, and, and direct my vision. He spent the first minute saying, I'm the co-creator and writer of this show. Yet then he's saying the, but crew, enough about me. the crew are getting bored <laughs> until he comes in and writes a different episode. Bro, they've been making everything you've been you've been asking them for for the last fucking ten years. Oh, what a clown! 
clown. And what then, an absolute clown. Listen to this. Cinema <laughs> <laughs> uh, verite, if I can, for a moment, oh, go back to stop. the my film school days. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to sound too pretentious. But... <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Sorry, sorry. You don't want to sound too pretentious, but you start that with uh, cinema verite. <laughs> <laughs> that might be after that, uh, that would be another grab. I need on my wall. Oh, oh my neck hurts. Oh, it was <laughs> just honestly it was, being tense and it was, cringe. It was one of the hardest commentaries. To Are you joking? Ever that would, that sounds like the most fun one you could have possibly. But no, it's great because he edited. And, yeah, like, I'm, I edited that down. I've cut out oh ums and ahs. Oh, fair and, enough. Fair and, enough. And, and the and other, the other guy's guy sucking his dick. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Just going oh, full Beckett. Just giving him a full Beckett. Wow, Mr. McQueef just jacked him off. Oh, under the desk. Let's, let's just knock him out. Let's just. Let's I just can't believe it. There's a couple of long ones here. We'll see how we go. Yes, we had a little bit of an incident on set where uh, me, uh, being somewhat non-traditional in my thinking, decided to. <laughs> oh he's a maverick. He is a maverick. He's a maverick. He's a man of. He's, he's a man he's, about town. He's, he's a man been, of action. He's been to film school and directed one episode of Stargate SG One. Yeah, as he's we a maverick. Say, as we say at film school. Yeah. Cinema <laughs> verite. Less incompetent. Particular scene in. Rather than traditional coverage, essentially... Sorry, 12 seconds in, he said uh, traditional twice. Four yeah. masters, and hope that it, that all cut together. Typically, I, I essentially... I crossed the line in terms of traditional... Okay, we're 22 he seconds He said that in. three yeah. times. We're not replaying it. He's no. actually saying yeah, the same yeah. thing. Filmmaking, and, and uh, Brenton... Literally uh, and figuratively. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and Brenton said, you can't do that. You have to cover it from over here. And, and Nathaniel sort of quietly standing... Off to the side, you know, muttered, uh, well, you know, Stanley Kubrick did it in uh, Full Metal Jacket. And <laughs> Breton went storming off to the monitors. Well, you know, you're not Stanley Kubrick, and this is not yeah. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was funny because I think when I finally moved oh. around to the other side and shot the coverage through the door, the Woody Allen coverage, as I called it. With oh! He's called himself Woody Allen. And, and Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. He was just walking in and out and no, no pans. You were, you were like, oh, I, I get it. I yeah, think this will yeah, work now. Yeah, it made sense, yeah. Makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> makes sense. Don't worry, Robert. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Full Metal Jacket. He reckons this is Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> what the fuck? There was metal and a jacket. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah it was a metal jacket. Meets, meets a Woody Allen film. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Allen did this. Cut yeah, top yeah. of gear all the time. Oh. Oh, then oh, let's just dude. jump over to. Um, Hang on, I need a break. <laughs> I was gonna say let's just uh, jump over to uh, IMD, IMDb.com. Oh shit! Um, four out of ten weakest episodes so far in the series. This episode is boring, and its only purpose seems to glorify the silly character Ronan Dex. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> lots of shooting and silly lines, mostly for Ronan Dex. Next, uh, five out of ten for the meatheads. <laughs> when when comparing this episode to the next episode, Progeny, it fails miserably. In fact, they don't even look like the same show. That's because obviously Robert's a maverick. Yeah, I mean, he, you wouldn't know, but the crew were like, how does he do it? Yeah. The crew were like, dude, can you do this 
can you do this every week, Daddy? Unfortunately. Like, that would just so happy for him to be there. This is episode- this what Scorsese means when he says the word cinema? So this is No, what it, cinema verite, obviously. This is what it means to be with the genius. This, this is what ep- I'm feeling. This episode focuses on Ronan. Unfortunately, since the character Ronan is a caveman meathead, it can't do anything but be mindless action. Some like that. To each his own. Me, not so much. There is a reason- Tracky. There is a reason Rodney called Ronan a caveman, and in this ridiculous, mind-numbing episode, it is f- is in full display. I have no problem understanding it needed. It is needed for the Ronan worshippers. I may not be one of them, but I know they're out there. Although some say differently, sadly, we didn't learn anything new. Ronan had a wife, so what does that change? Nothing. Oh, dude. Just an excuse to have an action episode and a poor one at that. I'm so glad Ronan's wife is dead. She was a Dumb bitch. Yeah. Like she could have got yeah. off the planet and she's like, No, I need I to go to the hospital. And he's like, dude, there is like it the hospital there will be no hospital. Yeah. You don't even understand what this culling I've actually learned history. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if they let women do school in Satita. Only nursing. Well, I think she was a doctor or a nurse or something. She was some kind of, you know, um medical person. You know what I mean though? Like how yeah. she gets a pass. You mm. can live and I'll live also because I know where to hide. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's also like, I got you on an escape ship. And it's like, well, the escape ship's going to need skilled people to yeah, keep right? their species alive. He's yeah. like, he's you can fucking take yeah, care you of got it. You're a doctor. You can be totally yeah. on that. Yeah, I do I do like the idea that he's like, if I get you, if if I escape with you and I get you off this planet, I will know that I've succeeded I don't think because, he's allowed I, to... because I got oh, you off. Right, yeah. Whereas she's like, if we get away from here, I will only think of the people that are left to die. Mm. So I, 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 I do like that difference between like I get the, it, but at that point, two, yeah. like when oh, he no, comes yeah. in, like when he comes in the second time, he's mm. like, "See, I told you so. Let's go." And she's yeah. like, "What about this girl? What about everyone? Fine. We'll adopt her. Let's go." Yeah, like, <laughs> what about them? Yeah, he like throws one over his shoulder. He's like, "Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah. go." What are all these other people? I can't yeah. carry everybody. I'm yeah. very strong, but not that strong. What did he do with that little girl? Once his girlfriend got blown oh, up, he did he just like, "I'll just, Fuck put, yeah. I'll, I'll just put you back down for one, one, one yeah, I'll, be, I'll be back in I one." I can guarantee second. he threw her. Should have left the wall. it. Should have just tossed her. Like, just didn't even think about it. It wasn't even like this bitch. It was just like, <laughs> why am I carrying this thing? Yeah. And just literal lobbed dead, it. Literal dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that little girl saved his life. Yeah, <laughs> human shield. <laughs> got all the debris yeah. and shrapnel. Yeah, that's why he only <laughs> got shrapnel on the leg. That's what the shrapnel on the leg again. Yeah, he didn't have anyone to use as a human shield. But yeah, he gets shrapnel in his leg. He's pulling it out, and then it, against the fucking. I think that that wraith. I, it seemed to me like he was trying to make him a king wraith or something weird because he was uh, uh, he was in charge of an entire hive. In the audio commentary, he references maybe it was something in Rising or maybe in the the end of last season where they say not all hives have queens. Like they're oh, okay, and yeah. So the subtext was, oh, this is a hive without a without a queen and he's the head honcho. The, interestingly, that actor... Maybe he's like a runner guy. Yeah. well, like he a trainer. He obviously enjoys trainer. the hunting. Like He enjoys hunting the runners and yeah. stuff like that. Um, that actor that played the big, you know, uber um, wraith is actually the guy who played the cult warrior. He's the guy in all the oh, black armour. Nice. Yeah, I was going to give Yeah, Dan, Dan Payne, who mm. does a lot of that. He Dan was also Payne. the 
um, the Ashrak in season six. Remember the invisible Ashrak oh, on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the Alpha really? side or wherever it was? Wow. Yeah, whenever they need a big guy like that, um, yeah. yeah, they get in Dan Payne. He did a lot of stunts and all that kind of stuff on the show as well. I actually feel like it's kind of a out there reference, but he looks like a Julok from the Ewoks. I don't know if you ever saw those cartoons or the movie. No. Kind of like weird looking. Julok. Yeah, they were the bad guys in the Ewoks right. cartoon. Right. Oh, okay. I, as a kid, I always thought the Ewoks were just baby um, Wookiees. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Little little pig nose. Um, They're actually Wookies. via Kong. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. No, well, that's... That's true. Yeah. Oh, were they? Is that yeah, and America was the Empire. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Well, it was, I mean, the whole Rebels and... Yeah, Rebels as well. The Rebels and the Empire, yeah. Like, um, that was his thing for that war. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm. And he managed to hire some midgets. That's great. That's great. Yeah, That's great. yeah, of course. He's forward thinking. He's you know thinking about mm, inclusivity. They, I mean, they're right? so woke in Disney. They can't even do Seven and Snow White and Seven Dwarfs without. Yeah, they couldn't even hire little people. Oh look, if, if only oh, they yeah. if only they had um, Robert C. Cooper just so they could do some really serious acting. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> So Tita is a bit of a, a sequel to uh, an episode I wrote last year called Runner that introduced uh, Jason Momoa's character, Ronan. You know, I really wanted to expand on that character, uh, tell us a little bit about his backstory and the world he came from, and uh, give Jason a chance to do a little more serious acting. There's not going to be any need for hospitals, Milena. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to leave that immediately. <laughs> just giving Jason Momoa some I mean, you can't. Acting. Some of the lines was corny as fuck. Like, even that said in those reviews, yeah. those guys don't like action, which is fine. I love Ronan. Mm. And I love. Oh, he's they, one of the best characters yeah. in, in Stargate history. And and he just killed it. I don't think it was the writing. No. I think it was just him. It's Jason Momoa. Yeah. It's, yeah, you could give a lot of those lines to another actor and it, they would have fallen even more flat than they yeah. did. Like I said, that people before was like, if you, if you kill him before I do, I'll kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, but well, what if he kills you? <laughs> that was my Joe Flanagan. That was, <laughs> then you kill him. I mean, that's just some fantastic yeah. writing right there. That's some, yeah. that's some Braveheart I mean, little if, shit. If it I'd... sounded like an Al Capone, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> again. Wow, see, say, wow. <laughs> if we're saying it sounds like uh, it, it starts to look like an '80s action film, that line sounds like it's out of an Expendables film. It's yeah. just like let's yeah. really That's, ham yeah, up the ham. It definitely wasn't Full Metal Jacket. Like, oh come on, what a toss. <laughs> yeah, and Woody Allen far out. There were a couple of things I did like, though. Um, I mean, I like the episode in general. Robert C. Cooper, uh, controversy noted. Robert C. Cooper. Um, I loved the. The the wall of mist that the video was playing yeah, that was on, cool. like that he's yeah, watching that's cool. through oh, that's that a screen. Yeah, because it's like I when I went to Disneyland last year, they kind of do that now. There's a whole show called World of Color, and it's like you go to um, California Adventure, and there's just all these massive fountains like shooting up, you know, water like three stories high, and then they're projecting like Disney movies on it, and they're doing it to music and sound, and it's all this like moving water and all that kind of stuff, and it's really fucking cool. Mm. Nice. Um, so yeah, I really like that, and then the. The little this Mitch won't get this reference, but the the little balls that were flying around, sort of filming everything. Oh no, I saw some of that. <laughs> kind of remind. Well, no, I mean that they kind of remind me of like a Kino mm. from uh, universe. universe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I wonder if this was kind of the the idea of that, or in universe in the universe you can be like, oh well, if Kinos were an ancient thing, from... and then the Wraith know about the ancients, maybe they you know they've yeah, yeah right. used Kino technology to make those little ball things. The one thing that I will never ever ever accept 
is that moment where the long haired Wraith beams down and he's wearing those fucking goggles <laughs> for yeah. no reason. Because the yeah, scene after lame. that is they do the Predator ripoff where there's yeah. the whole fight, and that's a cool fight with Ronan and Predator Vision. But when the Wraith gets to the doorway of the dark room, he takes the fucking goggles off. <laughs> so he literally didn't use them. He beamed down with the goggles, mm. walked to a room, took the goggles off, looked at the clear knockoff of an ancient life science <laughs> yeah. detector attached to his arm, mm. then walked in and, it, and then you saw his eyes glow and that's when he had the Predator Vision fight with Ronan. So oh, really? The, yeah. So the goggle, I had to go back and watch it again. Oh, yes. Yeah, the goggles. Because I was like, what the fuck was the point of the goggles? And then yeah. I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay. I thought it was for the, yeah, for the, yeah. Um, uh, for the Predator Vision fight. But no, he went, when he gets to the doorway of the room, he takes the goggles off, then they do a close-up of his eyes, and, like, the colour of his eyes glows. What? And that's the, the Wraith naturally seeing, you know, the the, right. the spectrum or whatever. Mm. And then oh, they like have... when Shepard walks into that Aratus bug cave. Yeah, yeah. They all see him in that weird vision. Yeah, like the heat vision, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and then they have... And then that fight looked cool. The way it was filmed and stuff was all choppy and Predator vision and stuff like that. Mm. But I'm like, those fucking stupid swimming goggles with goo <laughs> yeah, on them. Yeah, what was the point? That guy had to wear them for like two days for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they had to make them. Someone had to go and buy swimming goggles, then attach Wraith goo to them yeah. and tailor them to that... And Wraith's skull. They're like Oakley's. For no reason. Or yeah. like those. Um... Well, no, they're swimming goggles because they, they connect up at the back. They strapped. They didn't just go over his ears. They strapped all the way around the back of his head. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's like they they ripped off those old 2000s um, speed, mm. speed oh, dealer yeah, yeah, glasses yeah. and put some elastic around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, this is the most we've seen, like, well, I guess it has to be. Uh, of the Wraith hunt when they go after a runner, right? Like, I was, yeah. I don't know, I was a bit disappointed the fact that they just go down, he straps on his, I mean, goggles is one thing, but the fact that he's just like a, oh, he's there, like mm. on his watch. I'm like, that's not a hunt. Yeah. You're just yeah. going to find him. That's that's mm. that's fine what I find, bro. Like, that's yeah, not, right. I'm not a tech genius. I'm not a CIA surveillance operator because I've got find my iPhone. I can be like, oh, it's in that building a couple of streets away where I was for lunch today. Yeah. Like, I expect them to go down the Wraith. They're a bit animalistic, like yeah. tracking, smells, Sniff. something like that. Like, yeah. go to familiar locations yeah. or something like that. Like, I was actually kind of pissed off when he walked to the room and he's like, oh, he's right behind this door. I'm like, well, that's, yeah. that's no the, hunt. Use the blood, like track Ronan's blood. Yeah. And all if that you're Predator and he's your prey. Yeah, well, he was the, bleeding. That's why I'm like, yeah. oh, you might want to wrap that up because yep. he's going to track you. Yeah, down. No. you, you want to see a race? No like, need. Touch their finger that and lick it and go. Eh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, that gets me that's wet. That's fresh. He was here. Yeah. I can taste the fear. But then know? also the tracker on his forearm. It was lit. It was literally the ancient life science detector. Like yeah, it was, it was with that gaffer tape on it. It was the exact same size. It was that same blue light with the square grid on it and the little dot going beep beep. And I was like. Bro, we know Wraith can't use those, so it's clearly just a, like, yeah. It's instead of making the goggle prop, maybe make a different life signs detector prop. I mean, obviously it's tracking the tracker, not the life signs, but it's like make a different prop for the fucking Wraith and don't waste time and money on the goggles. That's why mm. this episode costs so much fucking money. Or even you know how they have those kind of Wraith USBs, just strap. You know those purple oh, things. Yeah. Just strap one of those to his wrist and, and kind of get it to CGI light up, and, yeah. or get it to light up when he's close. You know, beep, 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 yeah, or a little then... like three D display that pops up or something like that. Yeah, but even if you didn't want it as like Mitch is saying, more hunter things. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's good near call. me now. I need to use my senses. Type yeah. Shit. 
I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of plot holes, mm. but it kind of the action redeems or just it's, just pure. It's yeah, it's Jason Momoa. Jason Ronan. Momoa. It's, I think it's one, it's one of the reasons like I fell in love with Ronan Dex as a character. Because um, to be fair, like in the last, if you think about it, he's been on the show a year now. Mm. Yeah. And he hasn't, hasn't really had a lot to do. I yeah. didn't actually know he was that good of an actor. Yeah, yeah. That that scene in the cage with the with the knife to his throat, I bought every second of. I actually that. thought it was going to be like Cori, and four point oh. Yeah. yeah, for a yeah. moment. Yeah. When the uh, the wraith bringer. Yeah, it's like mm. oh Jesus, here yeah. we go again. Yeah, and yeah, I, I did like moments where it's like where Ronan's even like, the dude had a cane and a limp. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, like like um Jimmy Where was Fallon. his son? Yeah. Like yeah. Jimmy Fallon's dad. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I did like, you know, towards the end where it's like where Ronan's like, No, you can't save me. I made a deal with those people and Taylor's like, the Wraith didn't hold up their side of the plan. They they killed that entire I was actually planet. hoping she was bluffing. To no, get him to leave. No, because didn't they go back and everyone was dead? Hmm. Didn't they go back to track him and they they you might have been doing something. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, three star uh, Jacob. This is a f- and Robert Z. Cooper episode is yeah. dull until there was one the thing. Good bits. <laughs> I, I'm, I hate to bring this up because it's you know one of the Weir scenes, but there's the moment between Caldwell and Weir where Caldwell got really mean to Weir, and I I don't know why. Oh yeah, about he about didn't leaving, go on it. about leaving someone behind. It was oh sorry, wrong grab. Oh, oh, <laughs> you cock. Look, you know I want to help. But I will not put my crew and the only ship that we have in this galaxy at risk for one man. One man who isn't a member of the U.S. military. I didn't say that. He's a member of my team. And he deserves the same respect as anyone on this expedition. We don't leave our people out there, Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> not if there's any chance. Don't preach to me about leaving people behind, Dr. Weir. Yeah, you wouldn't know shit. What, is, what <laughs> does that mean, though? She doesn't know shit. But it, I'm just... See, there was that long pause where there was like... It was a moment between Caldwell and Weir. Where he's like, don't hmm. you preach to me about leaving people behind? And I'm like, was that a throwback to like Sumner or something like that? But That's it's like, what well, I was thinking, well, but that was a different that was, guy. That was John. Like that was John that did that. We wasn't there. John yeah, was- but remember there was that colonel that came back and goes, you, sir, aren't going to be the guy. Oh, um, Whatever his name was. Uh, colonel Shepard. Colonel Flattop. Time to go. From, um, from the siege. Yeah. He was pissed off, and then he yeah. turned but, around. But yeah, but they were nice like, by the end after he got yeah. sucked off by a wraith. Yeah, that's how I'm coining that from now on. Yeah, yeah, god yeah. Uh, getting sucked off by. I thought a wraith. we all. I thought we were always doing that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's kind of like I'm a military man. I've I've lived this life forever. You've just come in two years ago. Yeah, I didn't yeah, take no, it as that. that. It wasn't it just, a don't you. It was don't you talk to me about right, it. Right, like, okay. Yeah, yeah to yeah. me it was Put more of a... the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> yeah. No, just because there was where they just, they paused and there was a good three or four seconds there where it was just Caldwell and Weir yeah, it was like, eyeing, eyeing each other back and forth. And I'm like, what is he referencing? Mm, like, Yeah. Just... John. 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 I'll, I'll give it to you that she can get a little John. breathy sometimes. She can get a little breathy in her delivery. John! John! Speaking of John, I think this might be the first appearance of his leather jacket. Did anyone else notice yeah, that? Yeah, very like cool. The, uh, yeah. Because yeah. it was cold on that planet, right? It was, was it he, cold on the ship when Taylor came up? Because he was wearing a jacket then when he yeah. was drinking out of his little... Oh, yeah, I his saw little, her nipples, mate. Little, it was colder. <laughs> he's in his little sippy cup. Yeah, she didn't care. She no, was, she didn't. Obviously, she doesn't feel the cold. Well, she probably does, but it's like, I need to... Yeah. Yeah. I need to get something through to him. Because I, I don't think... I need all of his attention. I mean, I couldn't see her nipples. Sp- uh, you, 
in, you, in your mind you could. Yeah, yeah I could. You could yeah. Ooh, baby. Um, spoiler for Mitch, but it's like, you know, I think Rodney doesn't get, like, his version of that leather jacket to, like, season four or five or something like that, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's just, I think for the rest of this season, like, Everyone else is wearing just their normal Atlantis sort of mission jackets, and John's rocking around. Yeah, they in his get a lot more cooler. It reminds me of Patrick Stewart when he suddenly just <laughs> like, he he suddenly got a different uniform from everyone else on the entire ship mm. on the Enterprise for no reason. It was I mean, how silly. many are we getting away with? <laughs> last, last couple of weeks have been last pretty few weeks. weeks. I don't press We've the been buttons. Week on this, Mitch. Yeah, that's... We're going to get people riding in. Look, last week, the, the, the That's too. it was kind of counteracted because it became a, a topic and that I was just playing tennis with, you know, watching, and I'm like, you know what, is it equaling each Did other I, I didn't bring it up. That's true. So <laughs> there was no That's 3, so you didn't get yourself into too much trouble. Yeah, but, well, yeah. yeah. That's like that, well, like that one person said, any, any opportunity I don't take to get my microphone turned off is wasted. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we touched on it before. I did also like the... I mean, you guys were obviously ogling over um, Taylor's boobs during that scene, but I did like the the stuff where she was finishing his sentences in a funny way, mm. like, "Oh, you don't have social skills, friends, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff." But then it was kind of nice for John to have that moment where he's like, "You guys are my family. Mm. There's, yeah, I there's like nothing that. I wouldn't do you did for a full you guys." Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, verbally. Um, because yeah, because obviously you know I've always said Atlantis is kind of the fast. It's it's SG one on fast forward. And it's mm. like we're in season three now, which is kind of the equivalent of season six of mm. um, uh, SG One. So it's yeah, it's it's good for them to vocalise the fact that we're firmly, you know, mm. um, and they actually do sort of love and care about each other. No, so it, friends, it, it builds, <laughs> yeah. No, he's not a loser. He just <laughs> <laughs> had a rough bro- childhood. Yeah, I just I just deliberately avoid people by flying helicopters in the most re- remote parts of our world. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean it was annoying that. Well, not annoying, but it was like it was unfortunate that he only had that conversation with Taylor, mm. and you know he didn't have that. Like Ronan McKay weren't part of that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beckett, but um, <laughs> he'll learn another time. Yeah, maybe maybe it would have been nice, you know, at, in that end scene for it almost to sort of come back there or something like that when Ronan's hugging and stuff like that. Mm. For him to be moments like, and you know, Ronan say thank you. He's like, well. That's what I do for family. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Or something like. But maybe that would have been too on the nose, or maybe you know. Because of Robert C. Cooper, two men can't actually talk about no. their emotions and show affection to each no, other. Those can barely stand next to each other. That's what. That's why Taylor had to have the cans out more than usual for that mm. episode because John was being vulnerable, and the only way he can do that is with a with a woman not wearing enough. And clothing. the cast was like, "How come it's so cold in here?" Yeah. <laughs> John gets a jacket. I'm like, "I'm a renegade." What do you say? Yeah. Tits out. I mean, people say I'm like Kubrick and and Woody Allen. <laughs> I don't say. People say. I don't say this. Yeah. I'm repeating what I've heard. Pe- pe- people tell stories imagine. about the the week we spent filming this episode. People tell stories like they were on Apocalypse Now. <laughs> but you know, I don't do that. I I lost my hearing because I'm too fucking stupid to wear earplugs. At first, you imagine that? I um, thought my phone was broken phone. when I was talking about it. Honey, I can't hear you, honey. They didn't have... No, I'm an idiot. They didn't have... And it was weeks later, so he probably just didn't fucking clean his ears out. He probably had nothing to do <laughs> yeah, with the explosion. Yeah, he would be. He's, He's breath like, stinks, I, too. Look, they... <laughs> He's they, breath stinks. They didn't have headphones. They only had earplugs. And earplugs going to your ears seemed gay. Because it, <laughs> it was something going into a hole in my body, and that just seemed gay. <laughs> John, John, I do. Oh, like that, that was you. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't not hear that anymore. She is breathy. I'll give. I'll give you that. She is breathy. Hey, um, I just wanted to talk some star. You know how I'm fascinated with the fact that everybody has their Stargate 
just the traditional way in the ground face up yeah the only time it's different is like a space gate mm. Mm. well the only one we've seen is 2001 where they're using it to kind of drop oh, the crops. harvester the harvester yeah I just think they should do more of that. Like even if mm. planets like Satita, who clearly have some technology, should be able to, and if they're not smart enough or or good enough to make an iris, yeah. at least hang the Stargate up like yeah. a meter from the ground. Mm. So if a dart comes through, it just yeah. crashes into the dirt. <laughs> now nah, we're going to make a rifle with three barrels. Yeah, and instead. it's like, oh, we destroyed three ships, two ships, yeah. but they'll just... Small ships with the, with the darts. I'm like, yeah. So there's an easy way to avoid that. Like, yeah, it, it helps. Or yeah. have it next to a like a huge wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that line you know I mean? where he's like, so where he's can like, easily come back and forth. Yeah, I mean, there was that line where he's like, oh, you know, some planets have been obliterated from space by their city-sized ships. Blah blah blah. But it's like the whole point of Wraith is they cull. They cull for yeah. food. Yeah. So it's like they're not going to obliterate you from space if they want food. And it's yeah. like if the darts can't get you from the Stargate. They have to They're gonna have hive. to try a different way. They're gonna send from the hive. maybe send hives down maybe send darts down from the hives, but it's like but a lot that, of the time that buys you an opportunity to maybe the I mean I know they say, you know, they, they'll leave the gate running so that <laughs> you can't dial out and escape, but it's like it was a pretty built up society. like compare them to the Athosians who were yeah. living in fucking huts yeah. and making soup. Um these guys have, you know, entire metro things, you know, they're Tanks and all that kind yeah. of and, mm. and body armor and that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're more. They're probably more advanced than the Jedi. Yeah, you would think. In theory. Well, yeah. I mean, look at that. You know, um, I I did like the moment where it's like they kind of tied up a few knots in that there was the flashback where Ronan was fighting with Wraith and the guy's like, I'm out of ammo. And he's like, two blocks down, there's a storage facility, blah, 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 blah. And then you cut to Ronan going to that storage facility to, you know, and opening up all the, oh, the right. things and getting weapons. So I think that ties when we're going, where did you know where all the weapons were? Mm, he worked yeah, for the military. It's his house. But it's like, yeah, if they could have all those kinds of weapons, um, mm. well, they yeah, did, they obviously pretty That pretty kind of advanced. voiceover of the prime minister or the president or whatever they called him, yeah. it said it's been 200 years since the last culling. So oh, of, I missed that. It gave them good opportunity to kind of build up their yeah, technology. Exp- how but they I just feel like, like a you know, indus- if, probably what industrial level, I guess you'd call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I feel like there should be some way that you have have the Stargate facing a wall, mm. and then if you want to use it, you can still go. But yeah. at least the gap between the wall and the Stargate should be like a dart length. Because those things f***ing fly through. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, as, long, as long as it's a kawoosh length away. And then that um, ship's just going to plummet yeah. straight into there. And a lot of the times kaboom, they kaboom, cull kaboom, kaboom. Star, through Stargates. It's yeah. not like they cull, they bring a hive to every time they cull. Correct. Well, there's, yeah, there's they a... just gate in and cull like a light culling. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, you can, you can gate somewhere in a minute, but it might take days or months to get a hive to get to that planet. So yeah. it's like if you, yeah, if you're at that level of development, have yeah a setup like that to know it's like oh, okay these darts have come through they're not we know then that there's a hive that's going to be on the way and it gives them advanced warning it then gives them a month or whatever yeah to start fucking evacuating people through the stargate yeah exactly you know or or, or going into like the Janai managed to hide underground mm. from the wraith mm. you know um yeah no you're right there's, or even just Lay it flat. I mean, I get it. Some of them use it for trading, and they'd probably don't want yeah to kill like other travelers. 
who come to to trade with them and harvest. Yeah. Well, your idea to be, stuff. you know, five, ten metres away from a, a brick wall. Yeah, like a, um, a dart's going to come through and just... Just kadoosh. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's a fantastic... I never, I've never actually thought of that. That's a fantastic idea. I mean, you, I've thought of hundreds of different things you could do with that gate that they never do. Yeah. It's just always in the pedestal or in the ground. Yeah. The only time we see it is in that episode 2001 with the harvester that was mm-hmm. actually... Or maybe not the only time, but the... Definitely that I can... Well, the only time where it was intentional. Like, I think the first time <coughs> was, like, back in Robert C. Cooper's first episode, First Commandment, yeah, where we see flat. it laying down. But that, that yeah, was, the other one with the dugout. That was tribal. It's... That was, you know, that yeah. wasn't intentional. That was just... It had fallen, yeah, it had fallen over. And they... And they the were sacrificing was, people into it. The other one was where they... I think the gate was on... Was facing down and then... Yeah, 100 days, where it got hit by the comet. Yeah, that was one of them. Remember and the then, other one was the... the they're gonna make they're it gonna that make it come through. <laughs> that one. But no, that was built into the into the wall. Remember, that was built into. Well, the there was side another of the one where it was laying down, and then like that, it made a nice dugout for them. That's what I remember. Yeah, that was um, <clears throat> uh, that was when it got hit by the meteor when Jack was stuck on that planet, and then they sent Tilk through with the no, rope. Different one. Oh, so that one's facing up. And no, that one was facing down because remember Tilk had the Kawoosh created the 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 dugout for Tilk no, it to went get into, up, and then he had to shoot the 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 cable through and it was hanging by the cable. Oh. The other one was when... Was it um the Carter episode where she... Remember she was on the planet being hunted by the cull, uh, by the cull warrior? Could have been. Was it that one? Yeah, yeah. Cause Death then, now. Yeah, because they... That created a little dugout for them and then Tilk and Jack yeah. were inside there. Yeah, because yeah, they had the little ladder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was after the um, self-destruct. But it's not like intentional enough. a lot of the time. No. So. That was all situational. Yeah, yeah. and we were the only again. ones with an iris. I mm. think was it Sokar might have had one once mm. with that one with that beam shooting at it, or something like that. And then yeah, the only other yeah. ones we've had of Atlant- I think the, the, Atlantis. Tolan had a shield. Did the Tolan have a shield or a or a iris of some mm. kind? Because they remember they built their own Stargate when they when they got yeah. to like New Talana or whatever it was. I don't think they did. Yeah. Well, I guess it was off the grid, so they didn't yeah, have to worry the about grid. the gold. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like they could use it better. Yeah, you'd think if your entire society was built around the fact that you get cold every few hundred years. Yeah, you'd have um, some better defenses. Yeah, instead you'd of, think. Oh, yeah. we managed to shoot down a dot. It's like, bro. Yeah. Do something better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up against a cliff. Like it should be in a bunker. Mm. Mm. Well, obviously, you know the Satedans aren't as smart as me. You know, <laughs> so. I mean, not to oh sound pretentious, God. but, uh, you know, I'm obviously a... very smart. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm smart. People around me seem to think that Every, I'm smart. I mean, I look around. He's um, like Trump, actually. I just, I, insp- I, I unintentionally inspire people to into the room, the people are like, do, oh, my God, he's, he's a genius. <laughs> oh, my God, he's a genius. They give me a budget. I hear restrictions. I don't deal with restrictions. <laughs> I want to think outside the box. I don't even think about a box. I think it would be more of a circle, no well, hard edges. I, I only think about boxes because the, thinking about two men being together is gross. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> so it's only about boxes for me. That is some of the – I mean, that's yeah. your best work. That's some of his best yeah. work. Uh, um, wow. I that would have been very painful to edit that. I appreciate, it was, it was I appreciate your Yeah, God, yeah. Because that was – it was very entertaining for me to listen to and just be like, 
mind blown. Yeah, like by he was genu- actually genuine. He was genuine about mm. every single thing that just he said. The, there. the fact, how many times did he mention how the cast was so amazed? Just so, him. they're just, just so and impressed by Huck me. Boy was right there with him, just queefing all over me. the shop. I didn't like, say noble leader. Somebody said it on the. I I just I just heard someone <laughs> say. You heard them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I heard them. I heard them. Yeah, 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 yeah like I, he heard them. So. I was a noble leader. You know, who are you again? <laughs> I mean, Imagine I mean, the cast and crew, like the, the, oh, the crew going out for drinks at the end Canada. of the season. Yeah. And we know that Robert C. Cooper doesn't associate with the crew. Of course or, or pay for drinks. Or pay for drinks. Yeah, oh, yeah, we drinks. know that. He's not paying thanks, for, thanks a, to Joe. We know for a meal or a drink. <laughs> and uh, the crew's been We're out there going, that. just like yeah. the, the, the drinking game they could play, just telling stories about the shit that he. <sighs> yeah. That's what, what, I, what I love is that he, he suddenly, um, you know, compared it to like Apocalypse Now. And it's like if you watch Apocalypse Metal Now. Well, no, no, there was the part that I cut out is the. Oh, the really? Yeah, as refer- well as that. Oh my they, god! Yeah, they said there was a part there where he says like people were telling war stories of of the, the week they took to film <sighs> Satita. Yeah. People were telling war stories the same way people told war stories of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> and to me, it's like, well, what's old mate who was in Apocalypse Now? Who Brando. The, yeah, Marlon Brando. Mm. I'm like, well, to me, Robert C. Cooper is the Marlon Brando of. Of the Stargate universe, where he was just—he was a nightmare on that mm. on that shoot. Yeah, totally. He he was three hundred pounds overweight and refused to lose weight for the role. Shoot him in the dark. Yeah, because he wasn't. <laughs> and then he was just reading his his lines on a on cue cards off screen. Mm. Still good though. Stuck to people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> Still actually not bad performance. Yeah, um, I mean not his best. Mm. It's a boring movie. Watching yeah, it, watching it. I mean it's now. slow. There's yeah. the jungle bits are good. When yeah. you get to him, it's like slow as fuck. Yeah, I was very bored during that film. Yeah. I'd rather go and watch Hot Shots. I don't think I've seen Hot Shots. Charlie I Sheen. I haven't seen either of them. Yeah. Apocalypse Now or Hot Shots. Oh, oh no. I know. You didn't get into the Redux when they read. No. Re- never uh, never released seen it. Yeah. Mm. I have seen Hot Shots part there. Part there. Um, but yeah, never the first one. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, I'll just go to not a, not Fury a, if I want a good war movie. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a big Kubrick fan either. I've realised too. Like, mm. I don't think I was I, until Eyes Wide Shut. That movie is good. Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about that a while ago, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I haven't been back to see it in a while. I watch. I mean, I only watched 2001: Space Odyssey for the first time maybe five, six years ago, and I think I don't think it holds up to now. But I understand it was big for what it was at yeah. the time. I think I watched pretty, it in the 2000s yeah. when I was. 17, I was pretty bored. I don't think I ever made it through Clockwork Orange. And I definitely didn't make it through Full Metal Jacket. Oh, yeah. You know I me think, with like that's military war movies. Mm. I like that. I got, I got no he did, if, um, I'm not, if I can't make it through the first half of the like Captain America, or sorry, the second half of the Captain America first Avenger film, <laughs> there's no way I'm making it through Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I do want to see Spartacus. I want to see, that's supposed to be good. This is Spartacus. This is oh, yeah, Spartacus. Didn't, last week he. He was talking about, <laughs> that's right, last week uh, Cam Mitchell said, all right, Spartacus to Baal. Yeah, that one was great. One of the great. Baals. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah, that was a great little gag. He had a Throw few. Had oh, a I few suppose the way ones. he was dressed, yeah. No, but like, I am Baal. No, I am Baal. Mm. that uh, scene? Right, I am Spartacus. Right, right, right. Oh, oh right, I'm Spartacus. Spartacus. Barry Lyndon, whatever that movie is. Clockwork Orange. It was a double. Doctor Strangelove, isn't that a Bond film? No, no. <laughs> A That's what Apocalypse Now is kind of like. Doctor oh, yeah. Lolita. I mean, I didn't. I haven't seen Doctor Strange, but I, isn't that a weird dude in the jungle wearing a hat or something? <laughs> no, isn't yeah. that the island of Doctor Moreau? Oh, uh, okay. That's with the cat people. Hey, we know films that were out before oh. we were born. If you love this kind of movie chat, check out our Patreon where we list our <laughs> we all list our top five sci-fi films. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Spoiler alert: Stanley Kubrick films not on the list. <laughs> Maybe that's our next one. We'll list we'll list our favorite Stanley Kubrick films. Yeah, yeah good yeah. point. Listing our favorite films we've never yeah, seen. My, I was my, actually listening to my a favorite podcast. Stanley Kubrick film is Satita on on Stargate Atlantis. Of obviously, <laughs> I um yeah I was listening to a podcast. The title was. Was Kubrick actually good? <laughs> yeah, right. Who the f*** listens to podcasts? Nerds. Right. Nerds! Actually, just wrapping up um, the audio commentary, um, I found my own bit. Oh. Uh, Amanda Tapping joined oh. and, uh, and had this to say about Robert C. Cooper. The directing made me sick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Slow clap it out for Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, good. I've been waiting to use it! That's that's why he's the glue, people. Wow. This, this is why Mitchell's yeah, the glue. Yeah, you guys don't understand. An old clag over here. That's right, genius. I've got a little something something for you on the next record, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Don't okay. threaten me with a good time. Yeah. John. 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 Get out of the way, John. <laughs> John. Get into geek. Get into gate. Get into gate. Stargate podcast. Get into it now before it's too late.